Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Well, welcome to another episode of What is the Point? And I am here with, of course, William Maxwell. What's up, everybody? And Heather. Crickets. Crickets. Oh, no. Guys. (sighs) Talking to Mike. No. I I have to tell you, um, Heather is actually on an Alaskan cruise right now. And we're not even joking. We're not even playing. But here's the deal. I know that you're tempted to turn off the podcast right now. Don't do it. Yeah, I know you're tempted. Okay. I know you're also tempted to think this won't be my favorite podcast. It, it, it may might. not it might not be our favorite it podcast <laughs> just because Heather is not here. But here's what we said to ourselves. We're like, we gotta stay disciplined. We gotta stay disciplined. In putting out a podcast. And here's what we know. I mean, sometimes this podcast is less about content, it's more about community. Exactly. You know I mean, it's just I mean, we'll Heather I get would to want us, out with you. Heather well, would you want know. us to do it. She would <laughs> she would absolutely want us to do this. I can't speak for Heather because she's not here. I will. And we can't speak for any of the young adult female community because Heather's not here. She's the spokesperson for that. Um, but uh, she would want us to do this. Uh, yeah, she I would. She, I think she would. So Heather, we love you. And we'll ask. You. We'll ask her next week uh, if she is offended or which I can, I've got a great podcast I could put her on about yep. how to not be offended if she is or if she listened to it or. <laughs> We got <laughs> You know what? That's such a Heather thing. That's hundred <laughs> percent. If she if she's not in it, I'm not gonna listen to it. We could probably say whatever we want about her right now, <laughs> and probably be just fine. Heather, we miss you. Uh, we're excited to have you back next week. But uh, this week, there is something that I really did want to talk about, and and it is kind of one of those things that we we go back and forth on, uh-huh. and we've already said it right. It, it's it, we wanted to stay disciplined in putting out this podcast because there's a reason. because I think it's beneficial for us. I think it's beneficial for our community. I think consistency says something about you and what it does. And it'd be very easy for us to be like, ah, you know, know the dynamic may be weird. It may be weird. This is different than normal at the same time. um, How do you overcome obstacles and allow obstacles to grow you in the process of growing other things? So boom, but will because Heather's not here, I wanted. I needed to ask you. I was like, "What is discipline?" In the what, name like, of Heather. Here it is. Tell I, me. I looked up the definition of it. Okay, I don't know if she uses Google, Webster's, whatever, but I I got the Google <laughs> probably definition. Bing. Probably, probably Bing. Probably. Ash <laughs> geez. Um. So, uh, our crowd is not old enough to know what that is. Are we too old for Ash geez? I don't know. Anyway, um, here's the definition of discipline that I found, and it is, guys, it is not. Oh, it hurts. But it's the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. That sounds terrible. I don't love that at all. Like, but when I think about like discipline and doing stuff, I'm like, I think that's exactly what it's not like, oh, uh, do this or die. Like, it's not like that type of like a punishment or anything, but it is just like, training to obey even when you don't like it even when it's not fun uh we are going to stay disciplined 
Um, because and here's my thing and my thought process is that it, it produces great results later. Yeah. Um, and so staying disciplined when it comes to, I'm like, I'm training my body for like, to, I have so many bad habits. Like just the other day, like, like whether it be for food, whether it's sleeping in, whether whatever it is. And so to stay disciplined in a diet, to stay disciplined in working out, to stay disciplined in all these other areas, I don't love it. I don't love what I'm saying no to right now, but I, I'm going to love what I'm, what uh, the outcome will be in a, the future, you know? Yeah. And I think as we get older, we kind of forget about this, but we experienced this a lot actually as a kid. If you, had, if you had good parents, then you probably got disciplined in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. And I also know that there's sick and sadistic ways to be disciplined. Like, yeah. Will, I, Will, how'd you get? Man, I was just talking about this the other wall sits. Yeah. Like I had to do wall sits. And that's why you have such great calves. Great. My thighs are You're incredible. Just... <laughs> uh, uh, wall sits uh, was, was one. Uh, I know people got their mouth washed out. Yeah. Like... Ma- mouth washed out with soap for oh. saying like a dirty word. Yeah. But I, here's the deal. Actually, my parents, uh, they were going to do that to me as a kid. But actually, somebody like died. soap water. Yeah. Well, oh. somebody died in our community. by get, They choked on the soap. Yep. So, what? yeah, so, so I like, never got my mouth was like washed a out with soap that way. A bar of soap or liquid soap? Yeah, it's a bar of soap. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, so, I, I know friends that had to go out and go pick a, they would pick a stick, or people would call a stick, but a switch, like a switch off yeah. of a tree. <laughs> and you have to go pick your own switch, and you better not come back with like a little, like, wimpy one. Like, you had to Dude, bring. Well, like, th- that's tough because the psychological torture with that, too, because you, you are picking, do you want like a, a smaller stick that is honestly going to like whip and yeah. like kind of more, or do you want a bigger stick that they can't swing as hard? Bro. But you know more momentum going your way. The older I got, that's just abuse. Um, <laughs> just my what, parents. What is it? We we uh we we all may know somebody that like when they got in trouble, their parents would make them go into their room and read the Bible. See. Do you know anybody like that? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sitting right across from them. No, 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 no my that parents didn't do that. No, no, no. Those are the people that aren't in church today. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they're like true. church pain. I just equate like those two are equal. Um, I know, you know, yeah. The, the worst one that I ever got, I, I got selected for a, uh, an all-star traveling football team. It was a big deal, like to be selected to this. And I don't know if I believe it. No, I'm dead serious. I'm dead hand on the Bible. Uh, my, I got in trouble at school. I don't know what it was either. I lied about something or I got bad grades or whatever. I don't know what it was. My dad picked me up with my football stuff, got me all the way to practice and said, Hey, what did I tell you? If this happened again, what would happen? And I was just like, not right now. Like I'm at practice. I got my football stuff on. He goes, you have to go tell your teammate right now, the teammates that you can't play on this team. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like from then on though, like it was because of that. I was like, I, I will be a straight A student. I wasn't, <laughs> but I will be qualified and eligible to play football no matter what. But that was like the worst thing I ever got. Absolutely. And, and you know, nowadays kids just don't understand it, right? They get timeout. We got knocked out yep. and that's just the way that it goes. And you know, I'd always get uh, spanked with a fly swatter. I, and people are like, what, the floppy side? No, the metal side. And I get the back of my legs and it hurt. And like, oh. my, I never saw my parents kill a fly with the flies water. Yeah. Um, that was a tool to punish me. But it really kind of the whole emphasis, what we came up with today is how do we discipline ourselves in some of the small things now so that like it doesn't become a big pain mm. later? And even I know, right, in John, it says this. It says, in this world, you will have pain like it's just (laughs) like you are going to experience it and there's two types of pain uh for a lot of us there's the pain that we didn't choose right the internet's Uh slow you know netflix starts to buffer 
you know, shops playing to come wh- back. Why do bad things happen to good people, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, uh, Mel comes home with a kitten. You're stuck with it for 17 years. That's just, you know, it's like I didn't put that in my vows, but I didn't choose that. There's, you know, pain you don't choose, right? And, and seriously, for some of you, that's a lot of your story today. Like you, something happened to you that you didn't choose. And now it, it honestly, it's shaped you into who you are today. Maybe you lost a loved one and now it's made you kind of question everything. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what do I believe? What do I think? How am I treating people? How, like, how am I spending time with the people that I love? How am I asking them questions? It, like, it's shaped you into who you are today. I know there's some of us that, you know, maybe a, a family member, a parent, uh, a sibling made a choice and now it's affected your whole family. And now it's something that you all have to wrestle with and deal with. I know maybe for some, you've been taken advantage of when you were younger and now you're like, I can't trust anybody. Like now you have some, it's, it's something that you didn't choose. It's a pain that you didn't choose that has now shaped you into who you are today. Mm -hmm. And throughout this podcast, there's, there's literally nothing we're going to say that is going to remove or eliminate that pain. Yeah. But kind of our question is like, is it possible to have some purpose in our pain? Mm. And sometimes when it's pain you don't choose, you're tempted to think, no, they're, like this is just something that happened. And I've, I've heard Christians say, well, we just live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> um, give me more because that just that doesn't, uh, that doesn't suffice. Uh, but I also know that not only is there pain that we didn't choose that happens to us that shapes us, there's also pain that we did choose that happened that, that we choose that, that actually still shapes us as well. And I know, like I, I stiff arm any type of pain. Like, I, I don't know about you. Do you lean into pain? Do you Absolutely lean not. into this? Are Absolutely. you that type of guy? Absolutely not. And I, I think the, uh, the, I hate pain. I hate if it's it, the, the lie, I guess that I bought is that if it, if it's painful that I'm going the wrong way. Yeah. If it hurts mm-hmm. that I'm going the wrong way. Yes. And, uh, there's a, there's a guy, Navy SEAL, Jocko, Jocko, uh, oh, willing, whatever, whatever, uh, is just, and so he always says like, his thing is like discipline equals freedom. Like they are connected wow. to one another. And so in order for you to have freedom, you got to go, you got to have some discipline to you. So if it's a financial freedom, you got to be able to uh, say no to yes. something that may be painful. Uh, if it's, if it's your, maybe your mental health and maybe being around certain type of people isn't what you need right now. So you're going to have to say no to those things. Like, like there, there is, there is freedom in your no, uh, but there's also some pain that comes with that. Um, but you're going to, once you get through that pain, you get to the other side of that you're going to find a better version of yourself that you're going to love and that you're going to experience that joy and freedom, you know? So I think there is so much, there's that connection there. Like you were talking about like the pains and the hurts of people. Yeah. But I think that through being disciplined through, uh, you know, whatever, and we can talk about our, some of our disciplines that we have in our lives, but through disciplines, that pain can have a purpose. Uh, once you get through that, I, I, I imagine like, uh, um, you know, you're in your wilderness season before the promised land. Like I imagine that there, there is a, a trial by fire. There's, there's something you're walking through there that you're going to be able to look back on and be like, yeah, uh, God got me through that. Uh, and your so life is going to be that. Like I think of Paul, who's that exact same way. It's just like his life was a model. Like you can look at his life. Like I've been shipwrecked. I've been beaten. I've been Absolutely. all these things, but look yep. at what God has done through it all. Uh, and you're going to be able to shine light in other people's dark situations. Yeah. And one of the things I have written down is this, is that if you don't sacrifice for what you want, then what you want becomes the sacrifice. Mm. Like you, And that's just like... It's common knowledge, but we don't always think that way. Right. Is that if you don't sacrifice for what you want, then what you want becomes the sacrifice. 
and there's always pain associated to it, right? When you yeah. said saving, like you get the pain of saving now or the pain of not being able to retire later. <laughs> you get the pain of saying no to temptations now or, you know, or the pain of trying to beat that addiction later. Yeah. Like there's a sacrifice, you know, pain of saying no to Andy's now or the greater pain of sitting on the toilet for an hour later. Facts. Right? Pain of, you know, working out now or pain of not being able to take off your shirt this summer at the pool, you know? Like, we all, we all been there. We all been there. Real pain. Real we all pain. been there. And I'm glad that you brought up Paul because I feel like Paul is one of those dudes, like, he's talked about a lot in scripture. In fact, a like, done. he's done a lot of great things. And I think that's why he's really hard for me to relate to in scripture yeah. because this seemed like a super disciplined guy. You talk about being shipwrecked. You talk about mm-hmm. being whipped and beaten and uh, stoned, not the fun weekend kind, right? Like, like you talked about all those things. And I'm like, I just, I could never imagine that about me. Right. I just, how, how did he even get to that point? And, you know, even when I think about Paul, I'm like, he originally, his name was Saul. Mm-hmm. And he had, on the road to Damascus, he, he was, uh, he had this crazy conversion experience where he started to believe in, honestly, that Jesus, um, uh, you know, was God. And he was blinded for three days until he believed in Jesus. Mm-hmm. If, like, seriously, if that is your story, listening out there, like, can you just email us? At, at what, what is the point, the point at norpointchurch.tv yep. uh, we'd love to do a movie uh, we've got a docu series that we've probably already got ready got you a fire book deal yeah, ready yep. I know we'll, a guy absolutely <laughs> like we are we are prepared we'll bring you on the podcast we'll fly you out I don't care where yeah. you're at um, we'll, we'll just bring you on in okay because that's pretty crazy uh, it's a little unrelatable if you ask me uh, the dude wrote 13 of the 27 books of the New Testament and I know some authors we actually had one on last podcast um, I don't know anybody that's written 13 books that's kind of a lot that's even a lot. if they have I don't know any of them that made it into the Bible not personally not personally <laughs> I don't know anybody like that so I'm like this dude is like a super unrelatable guy but when you look at the beginning of Paul's journey it's a little more relatable like there, there's actually this verse in Romans that says this. It says, I don't really understand myself for I do what is right, but or I know what's right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. I want to do what is right, but I can't. <laughs> I want to do what is good, but I don't. I want to do what is wrong or I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. And one, mouthful to read. Two, most relatable verse in scripture. I think like we've all been at that spot and I meet with countless people every single week that say some sort of version of that relationally. Like I know that I shouldn't make these comments in my marriage. I know that I should act this way. I know I should be, but but I just don't. And I know I don't want to do this, but I do it. And like financially, I know I should be saving. I want to live a generous life. I want to be doing this, but I keep spending on this. And I know that I want to do it. And and then I'm like, no, I'm scarce. Money's scarce. So I need to do this. Like uh, spiritually, I hear that all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Of no, I really like. I, I need to uh, be reading my Bible. I know I need Scripture in me. I know I uh, want to be praying. I know I want to be spending more time with God. I know I want to be serving. I know I want to, but I don't do it. And how do I get to that spot? And honestly, you know, maybe you're sitting out there today and you're like, I know what it is that I need to do, but why do I not do it? And you feel like almost that verse in Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm here to. I, I think Will and I are both here to say we think that you're in a good spot. Yeah. Because I think you're frustrated. And I think you're finally at a spot where you're like, okay, I might be willing to choose some pain now so that I, I'm not saying the same exact thing in a month, in six months, in a year from now, in five years from now. Like I'm almost ready to make some sort of change that I think can can free me into something. So when somebody comes to you and, and they feel like they're in that spot, right? Why do I do these things? Why do I what, – what advice do you give? What scripture do you lean on? What – what what sticks out to you that you feel like you can you can lean on? Well, I I don't you know I, I guess I'll 
I'll start with myself because I'm self-centered that way. But I, <laughs> when I feel that way and I, and I have felt that way uh, recently where it was just like I'm like it, we've talked about it on this podcast, like default by design or design. Yeah. Like it's it's choosing one. You can either Absolutely. live your life uh, on default and let other people make the decisions for you, be a product of your environment, or you can design your life and be intentional about the things that you do. And so uh, I guess if someone were to ask me, I would use my life as an example of just like, man, I, do, I did not like the way my life was heading. Um, and so there are things in my life that I want to uh, instill. So that way uh, at the end of the run, then I can, uh, what Paul says is like, oh, I'm reaching that heavenly prize, right? Um, so like some things like, man, for me, it's like waking up early. Like I love, like if I can accomplish one thing before the family wakes up, then I'm, I'm set for a good day. Like I don't care what happens at work or after that, like I can start my day off in a, whether that be working out, walking around the block, cleaning the house, uh, mm-hmm. uh, reading the Bible, whatever that looks like, just accomplishing something in there. Uh, so I, I will say that just what are some disciplines, what are some non-negotiables that you can add into your life um that um hey no matter what i'm gonna do this and no matter what this is like at 10 o'clock i got time in my schedule every day at 10 o'clock i'm i'm i don't know i don't know whatever it is reading the bible i'm putting on some worship music i'm jericho marching around my office i don't know whatever it is but it's you know just adding those things that community like oh my gosh community is such a big deal um to not have to walk through things by yourself and so uh adding adding that like hey every you know, Thursday night, we got date night or we got game yeah. night or we got, you know, yeah. whatever. So I think just adding those Bro, things in there. I just picture you every night, Jericho marching around your basement, you uh, know, it's, it's, you've it's done it. I, you've it's stepped a, it's before. It's a sight. It's okay. a sight. Uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, you, you're humble and you wouldn't, you know, obviously it's not about you, it's but if about somebody watched, they might get saved. They, they might. Uh, your walls might come crashing down. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I stepped into that. You one. know what's one of my things though? I actually like before, like when I got hired on at North Point, like right before, I drove around this parking lot. Yeah, like, for yeah, like, yeah. For like thirty, forty-five minutes with yes. worship music. This is when gas was decent, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. I probably wouldn't do that now. But yeah, you bike around it. Yeah, yeah. now I would bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I drove, <laughs> the wall sets come in handy. The drove yeah. around the walls did not come down at North Point, but I got the green light to you know yeah. get over here. So. You know what? I did the same thing in Republic. You know, it's one of those. But even when um, you know, like when somebody comes to me and they're in that spot. I'm glad you went more practical. Uh-huh. So I'll go more ethereal and then try to bring it a little bit more practical. But there's usually two things that I try to say. And, uh, you know, really my two things are pick a direction and how do you stay devoted to it? Mm. Those are kind of my two things. And so even for me, when I think about it, I'm like, okay, my, my devotion, it has to trump my emotion. That's just yeah. the, the truth of it, okay? And I am an emotional person, um, except for that one summer that I was emo. Um, other than that, I was, I've was i always been an emotional guy. I'm the emotional one of the family. I think you are too, Will. I'm 100% yes. the emotional. Like, I wasn't like, us, like emo, but I'm, yeah. I wear the emotional myself. Yes. Both of us have uh, wives that um, would say like- They're heady. They're heady. Yeah, They're logical. Like, yeah. <laughs> Is hungry in emotion because yeah. like that that you know I'm like they don't feel happy sad and yeah. when I told Mel that actually like uh, I, I mentioned that one time and Mel's like no I get angry <laughs> that's a, I'm like okay well where's the happy part yeah. all right let's get <laughs> you know tough love where's the love part dad um, no like it, it's like my devotion it has to trump my emotion and I know that I'm emotional my emotions go up and down every time I you know see a little puppy walking over train tracks in a commercial and then Sarah McLaughlin comes on and Arms of an Angel starts singing what do you and, watch when you say those on your commercials it's like, just I, KY3, what side I don't of YouTube know. are you on? That, that's the, and that's when she's <laughs> Skip like, "Skip those ads." Yeah, two tiny pennies can save ten thousand puppies, <laughs> and I'm like, "Just save the puppies." Here's a blank check. 
Because um, here's the deal. Emotions can be dangerous. Um, they can exaggerate something beyond reality. Emotions can make a splinter feel like a nail. Like emotions amplify a feeling, but sometimes there's little follow through that comes with it. And when you're saying that, like, why do I do that? You're in an emotional state and saying, how do I, how do I pick devotion, right? There, there's even a famous story about um, uh, a violinist, Isaac Stern. And Isaac Stern, he plays this amazing concert. There's a woman in the front row that's just eating it up. And at the end of the concert, she goes on stage. She meets Isaac Stern and she's like, that was the best concert I've ever been to. That was incredible. That was so good. And then she turns to Isaac Stern and she says, I would give my life to play like you. And Isaac Stern turns back to her and says, ma'am, I did. Mm. And when I think about him, Isaac Stern practicing violin every day, like I bet there were moments when the emotion faded. I bet there were moments where he's like, I don't want to do this. But that's when devotion kicks in. I, every day was not cloud nine. I bet after a, a amazing symphony or concert that he plays, he's like, emotions are high. Mm-hmm. And the next day he's like, I'm ready to get back to it. But the majority of days, it was devotion over emotion. And then the other thing is, yeah, how do, how do I, how do, can direction trump good intentions? Yeah. Because well, that's important. No. So going back to what I just, I just, so just the other day, I, so I, I do some character coaching for some athletes around the, you know, a couple schools or whatever. And, uh, I'm in the gym and, uh, I guess I just told you kind of where, where I'm at, but I'm at a gym and I see this coach and he just rips into this player, like one of the worst. And then another coach got onto this player and I'm just like, Oh Oof. my gosh. Like that was bad. Like he, he messed up and the coach is just, but he you know, doesn't deserve it twice. No, twice, you know, you know twice. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, and I, I know a lot of people would have shut down, but this guy was just like, Oh no, I'm gonna keep playing and I'm gonna go harder. Mm. And I, I think of that when you're talking about uh devotion over emotion, like probably there was something in him that probably was just like, yeah, screw this. I'm done. Yeah. Like this is too, but he's devoted to the team. He's devoted to, he has goals. He has, he has vision of where he's wanting to go in his life. And it was so inspiring in that moment of like, man, how many times have I just quit because things didn't go the right way Absolutely. or things did not, or weren't what, weren't what I expected them to be or didn't get the outcome that I wanted or got something I didn't think I deserved, you know, yeah. like, it's like, Oh, how many times did I just want to, to quit. And when we talk about, you know, picking that direction and heading towards it. Like Paul mm-hmm. was a great example of that. Absolutely. And you know, he did that. And when we're talking, I'm like I said, athletes and, and whatnot, I, this verse in, in first Corinthians, uh, is, is talk about running a race. And he says, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets a prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for a, a for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete training to do what it should. Otherwise I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Wow. And I, I just think just like, how man how do i i'm asking myself this question do i attack life with that same type of mindset yes do i go out there and and how disciplined am i or am i just shadow boxing yep. am i just going through the motions or am i just like i said living by living by default and just like blaming oh well my mom's an addict and my parents were split or you know yeah. like or can i take that and 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 be disciplined and add some things that might not be right with me like okay like i know that like I have an unhealthy relationship with food. Okay, got it. 
let me remove some of this food in my house. Yeah. Like these are the kind of things. Like how can I get into an environment? What James Clear talks about is like changing your environment well, to say no to these. How things. do you pick a direction and how you stay devoted to it? That's it. And that's where the mind plays in. That's where everything plays in. And what I love is that um, that difference between Paul's first verse and that verse you just read. Hmm. Of like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Because you may be like. I'm not disciplined. I haven't picked a direction and I haven't stayed devoted to it. And then you hear Paul say discipline in every single step. And you're just like, <laughs> I, how do you get there? How do I know that? You pick a direction, you stay devoted to it. Yeah. When you pick a direction, you stay devoted to it. Here's what happens. Purpose in every step. When you pick a direction, you stay devoted to it in your marriage. When you're like, okay, I'm picking purity. I'm picking fidelity. I'm picking yeah. um, I'm picking that, that I'm going to speak to this person um, kindly and understandably. And like, we're, we're doing this together. I'm like, that's picking a direction that's staying devoted to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, financially, when you're tired of cooking meals at home and this financial peace stuff doesn't feel so peaceful and <laughs> emotions are high mm-hmm. and you're like, I want to quit. But it's like, how did you pick? Okay, you pick the direction. How do you stay devoted to it? How do you stay devoted to it? It's the same thing spiritually. How do you have the type of uh, spiritual faith that just lasts when things get hard, when emotions are gone? Uh, you remember the direction you chose and you stay devoted to it. And when you do that, just like Paul, who's a very unrelatable guy, you're going to start to have an unrelatable life in the very best mm. way possible mm-hmm. in those areas of your life. Mm. Um, people are going to be like, how did, how in the world did you get there? Right. <laughs> and right. It's like, yeah. I was at a spot where I was frustrated yeah. and I picked a direction and I stayed devoted to it. Stayed with it. And, and it took everything in me to stay devoted to it. Even when I lost emotion, even when I had best intentions, um, I picked a direction, I stayed devoted to it. And now purpose in every step. And one of the things um, that I want to talk about next, because I, I also have this written down, is that discipline is discovered over small steps, but it's no small feat. <laughs> mm. yeah. Um, yeah. G- give me a couple things that you're like, okay, this may be small. I know you've gone, you've gone practical a little bit, but I'm mm-hmm. like, like this may be small, and, and I know maybe we've even talked about this in past podcasts, but this is a small thing that has a big impact. Man, um, well, here's here's one thing that I don't know if I've talked about because I just started doing this, um, is being being vulnerable with people. And so that and so let me let me explain. It's just like how can I seek conversations and relationships to not be the one to carry this burden all the time. Hmm. And that takes, that's a discipline for hmm. me of just being like, Hey, can you pray for me about this? Yeah. And that's it. Again, it's a very small thing, but when I did that, and I just did that with you this week. And yeah. I, I feel better. Like I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm not in this alone. You're I putting it some, out there putting, and you're like, now that I put it out there, I want to do something about I, it. I, yeah, I have to do something about it because I know I'm going to have gonna people ask. asking yep. me about it. I know yep. people are going to, but, but like, so I, so something like that, is something that I'm trying to instill in my life because I know that it, it'll make me better. I know it'll make me stronger in the, in the future. And then there are some other things that I I know. I, I think really it's having a uh, being self-aware, having that self-awareness of how am I when I do this? Yep. How am I when I eat fast food every single day? Oh, I feel terrible. How am I when I eat healthy? Oh, I feel great. great uh, okay, so I need yep. to I need to do this. Okay, so how am I when I wake up early? How am I when I clean? How am I when I am uh, like I can be myself and I'm hanging out with a group of like minded people? Like like just being okay, cool. How can I stack those days up there? How can I intentionally put these things on a calendar so I can be like, oh man, I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, or hey, no matter what, even if I don't feel like it, I know I need this. Um, so I'm going to have this conversation like, or I'm going to go do this task or I'm going to go work out or I'm going to whatever. So, um, I think those are some like, I guess, practical things that, uh, are very small 
Like, and it, it seems like a very big deal, right? It seems big to do that. Like, you're like, oh, I would never tell anybody my problems. Or waking up at 5 a.m. is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, well, don't do 5 a.m. How can you just do earlier? How yes. can you, how, if yes. you're a person that likes to accomplish something, do it, do it at noon. Do it at whatever, before you go to bed at night, make your bed. You know, like, do something that, uh, you know, that that sets off that, there's, a, there's science behind it, but, like, something that sets that off in your brain of just, like, man, I did this, and I want to do it, and I want to keep doing it because I like the person that I am. Yeah. When I do it. And you got to want to do it rather than it being like, well, I have to. So even like there's so many times when you think about like spiritual disciplines that people are like, man, I just need to – I need to get away for three days and take an intensive retreat or even marriages. You're tempted to be like, I just need to take a vacation and that will fix – no, it doesn't because you're going to come back high on emotion and great intentions. Mm -hmm. And what you need is direction and devotion. And like I was talking to Jeremy the other day, we played pickleball and he's got this like fitness tracker thing on his, like he's wearing it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Is that new or whatever? And he's like, no, this like tennis gym gave it to me. And what happens is like it ranks how many steps you've taken throughout the day or or something like that. It kind of variables all those things. Um, but basically a big board in the gym that's electronic gets put up there mm-hmm. and you get to see the leaderboard and you get to see people at the bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> so he's like, it started with me just not wanting to be last. Yeah. And then it moved to me like being like, okay, well, if, if I can just – and it has something to do with like you just got to get your heart rate up. It has to be yeah. intensive and you get points based on that. So he's like, so I started picking up new habits. I started playing pickleball because that gets my my uh, heart going. I started doing all – it is just so interesting because it's such a small thing. He's like, I just don't want to be last. Going to now he's you know close in the leaderboard of like, I may be able to like take this thing because I'm like mm-hmm. so competitive. And, and when I think about it, I'm like spiritually we have to do that. Yeah. Spiritually we have to think through like what is going to – I don't want to say trick my brain into doing this. But what is going to do something where I start something, I get some momentum and I keep it going. Like when I think about – for my spiritual journey, one of the things was how do I get scripture in myself every single day? Mm. That's that's something that as a kid was a habit of mine. When I went to college was a habit of mine. When I got out of a college was not a habit of mine. Right. When I started new routines of getting married five years ago wasn't like a super habit of mine. It was like, oh, yeah, I know I need to be growing spiritually, so I'm thinking about ways. But getting scripture in me every day is not like my number one priority. Mm-hmm. And then as I moved roles and different things and started to communicate more, I was like, this is a must. Right. This is a must. And even for me, I signed up for multiple emails that'll send me scripture every single day and honestly it's annoying it goes in my mailbox (laughs) i want to unsubscribe yeah but i want to unsubscribe when i'm not reading it so i'm like i just need to read it i need to go it i need to get into it i'm like how do you how do you find a way to serve once a month i promise you if you contact will or i and you you're like okay i'm signing up to serve we will not let that uh go abandoned okay we will keep you accountable and that will sign you you are going to have to say no to serving (laughs) and it's going to be something that's going to grow you it's going to be good for you but yeah. you've got somebody who's keeping you accountable in that i even know if one of my goals is to stay like like i want to i need to spend time with god i know you may be like waking up earlier is not possible staying up later is not possible i've got kids i've got all these things okay do you got a 30 minute lunch break yeah. set an alarm on your lunch break and say all right i'm gonna go take a walk and eat my lunch and i'm gonna spend some time with god and that's just a way it's 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 staying, it's picking a direction. It's just like, I'm, no matter what it looks like, I'm going to stay devoted to it. And it's small. 
small, but over time it's going to have a big impact. Well, and what you said and those examples that you gave, all of those examples, they started <laughs> off with Jeremy. I just don't want to be last. And then it just eventually yes. grew. It grew. It grew to where like, oh yeah, I only serve once a month. But I tell you what, that you keep doing that. You're going to be like, well, how can I, how can I do twice a month? How can I do three times? You know, uh, uh, picking that direction, staying with it. And and we talk about this on, on the podcast all the time, but like thinking with the end in mind, living that way yeah. of just like, man, I, I don't want to read another parenting book, but I want to be a good dad. Yeah. Like that's where I want to mm-hmm. end up. That's mm-hmm. the identity that I want. So these are the things that are necessary you don't for sacrifice. me to have this. Yeah. If I don't sacrifice and it read this book sacrifice. or, uh, or, or, or watch it or read or listen to this podcast or watch this video or surround myself with other good dads. Like I may not always want to do that, but every day I want to be a good dad, uh, or a good husband or a, a good pastor, good leader, whatever, whatever that is. So I like just thinking with the end of like, okay, this is what I want at the end of this and, and making the sacrifices necessary to what, and it's the quote that you said earlier. I know you just said it, but what, what, what if you, if you don't sacrifice, say it again. Oh, yeah. ahead, say it again. If you what don't sacrifice it? for what you want, what you want becomes the sacrifice. And just there's so much power in, in that. There's so much power in that thought of just like, man, you're you're literally every decision you make, you're choosing it. Like, oh, I want to eat healthy. I want to da 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 da. So either I'm going to eat healthy and be here for a long time for my family, or hmm. I'm not. Yes, you and know? The, and the goal today is not to give you six life hacks so that you can be more disciplined. Yeah, just three. Okay, just three, <laughs> <laughs> so that you can feel better about yourself and be. Like seriously, our goal is to just set the table to give you some tools to be disciplined so that God can work through it. Like your discipline is a canvas for him to work. Yeah. If there's no discipline, it's hard it's hard for like if your feet aren't moving, then it's it's hard to it's hard to go in God's direction. So like just move the feet. He'll he'll align you. He'll give you the direction and he'll I, I truly believe that when you choose it, he'll give you the, the devotion to be able to do it as well. Mm-hmm. Things will land in your spot to be able to help you with that. But um there there is kind of one thing that I, you know, I want to circle back to that we talked about at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's this purpose in pain. And it, it's how do you how do you allow God to work through some of those disciplines where at the end of the day you look back and you're like, how in the world did I get here in the best way possible? Because I think all of us, none of us want a boring life. It's right. not what we signed up for. I don't want to just work a nine to five and then, you know, go home, sleep, die one day. And people are like, I think he was a kind guy. I want to make an impact. I want to be like, I want to be used in some amazing ways that I could not even think of. <clears throat> Because God worked through some disciplines that I had in my life. Will, is that, have you seen that happen in your life? Have you seen that um, play out of, man, God working through my disciplines? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I am much more receptive to people, but also to what, what God has for me in there. So, like, like, for example, I don't get distracted by things that maybe are out of my control. I don't get distracted by the the petty things that go on or whatever it's like when i'm in a good space when i've spent that time with god i I can tell when i've spent time with god i can tell when i take that time out and worship i can tell when i didn't wake up early like i can tell all of these things um and so when it is there's a fire that's burning where there's like a hunger where i'm just like man i want to continue to grow in this i want to keep moving in this direction i want to uh just stay focused on it and whatever that field in that in that area is and so yeah for sure i can see god working through those disciplines and when I say through, like I can see him working through me because it's 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 not about me. It's what I can do with other people. Like I am I am a better friend. I am a better father, husband, pastor, yes. leader. When those are those are happening, like I, I hear it all the time. Like God's not sending blessings to you; He's sending blessings through you. 
Like, Oof. like it's it's so I can be a I can be on mission and I can help people find their purpose and the potential. I can I yes. can do that when I have done the correct disciplines in my life. And so um, there are, there are a few disciplines I've mentioned them already. Um, I know Marx has mentioned a couple already, but man, I am an advocate. Like try to find those disciplines, even they hurt. Some of you are listening to this right now. And you're like, oh, I know I need to do this. And I've been meaning to do this for a long time. Yeah. You know I, what it is. You know what it is. We don't need to do the you, heavy lifting. Yeah. You know what it is. Go do it. Go do it because six months from now, that person is going to look back and say, thank you for doing this. Yeah, we I'll say this. We overestimate what our disciplines will do to us and we underestimate how God will use our disciplines through us. I'll say it one more time. Okay, preach it. (laughs) Like, I I think we just overestimate like our disciplines of like, oh, it'll make me feel this way. I can do this if I'm disciplined. I can do. And I think we underestimate just how God will use our disciplines when we start to be faithful in that. And how fruit will come from it. Um, And maybe today you feel like you've been choosing pain now, but it just seems like there isn't a lot of purpose in your pain. Mm. I would question this. I think some of you have been trying to work your disciplines without the most important factor. And that's that's God. And I'd say, like, lower your expectations of what this planet can give you and raise your expectations of his presence. (laughs) Like raise your expectations of what, how God will use these disciplines when you just stay faithful, even in the smallest way possible. And I I know like for some of you, you know, when you're working these disciplines without God, you can only get so far. And sometimes it feels like a fish out of water. Uh Like, like anytime a fish is out of water, like, do you think that a fish cares about living its purpose when it's out of water? Like, I I, I don't, do you think, like, do you think that that fish is super glad that it's stiff arm Taco Bell at 2 a.m. and is super disciplined when it's out of water? It's like, no, it just wants to get back in water. It doesn't care about anything it's done in the past. It doesn't care about, like, all it cares about is how can I, how in the world can I get back into water? And some of you are like, no, you just need to eliminate the pain. Yeah. And, and then the fish will be fine, you know, whatever. It doesn't need water. That's not what it needs, right? <laughs> no, no, no. If I just give the fish like 500 bucks and it, it'll be happy now, right? Mm. Yeah, but it needs to be back in the water. Yeah. Okay, but if I give the fish like Corona and Lyme, it'll kind of forget about some of the pain that it's feeling right now. <laughs> it just needs to be back in the water. You're like, no, no, no. What if I give like, what if I give the fish Fishboy Magazine, right? He's like, oh, <laughs> it just looked, you know, checks out the fins on that one, okay? And you're like, I don't even know if that's a real... Um, I'm like, do you think that the fit like the fish just needs to be back in the water? It doesn't care about anything else. There is no purpose if it's not in the water. Yeah. Like it doesn't care about all the the you know it living its life's goals and its life's purpose. It needs to be back in the water. It's the same thing for you. Lower your expectations of what this planet can, can give you, and raise your expectations of what will happen to you when you're back in His presence, because that's what we're designed to be in. That's what matters. Mm. Like I'll take it back to our first verse. Okay, in this world you will have pain. That's John sixteen thirty three. Yeah, but take heart, for I've overcome the world. <laughs> Raise your expectations of what will happen in His presence. Raise your expectations of how, when you start to stretch yourself in these disciplines, God will start to work through it to impact you and to impact those around you. And it's you're going to have an unrelatable life, just like Paul. When something like that happens, it's going to be something that will shape you that you'll look back on and be like, I have no idea how I got here, but I'm here in the most amazing way. And then you can think back and be like, well, actually, I kind of do know some of the ways. It's just God working through me because I stayed faithful in some of the smallest disciplines possible. So good. So good. I got nothing. I got nothing. Heather? Heather? 
She don't got nothing? Cool. Oh, I guess it was just that good. It's that it was good. just that, it's that good. All right. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for sticking with us today. Uh, we're excited to have Heather back next weekend. But as always, if you have questions, if you have thoughts, if you'd like to hear Will rap, you can always email us at bars at what is the point at northpointchurch.tv or slide into those DMs. What's slide the what's the Instagram? Northpointmo.ya. Northpointmo.ya. And we'd love to chat with you. We'd love to answer some questions. We'd love to just uh Just get to know you. Hang out. Get to know you. Yeah, just come hang out. Learn about your disciplines. Pull up. Pull up. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.